What's up, everybody? Welcome to Save Crystal, the podcast dedicated to video game nostalgia. Today, I'm going to be covering Little Nightmares 2 towards the end of the show, but to start things off, I do have a couple questions that I'm going to answer, and also, I want to tell a little story about something I had uh, picked up recently. I, I just don't have the best luck when it comes to collecting Tomb Raider uh, memorabilia. I call it memorabilia. I like to call like promotional stuff and all that. It's video game memorabilia. And, you know, I I told the whole story about me getting the the Tomb Raider 1 uh, promo that was put in stores to preview the game from 1996. Uh, It showed up at my house with a little bit of damage. I was able to repair it and it is now in its forever home. But I saw something not too long ago. And I've never seen this before. You know, back in the day, they used to actually come out with promotional uh, Nintendo 64 VHS tapes that would show you maybe games that were upcoming or, or, you know, stuff like that. And I've still seen them, like, around. I've seen them, like, at my local game store. They don't have them for sale, but they have them up displaying them. But the other day, I was shopping around online, and I came across a Tomb Raider VHS tape, Tomb Raider 2. And let me grab it here. It's called the Official Video Hint Guide for Tomb Raider 2 for both PlayStation, PC, uh, gameplay. Discover expert secrets and hidden moves. The video game or the video hint guide lets you see the action, not just read about it. Now, this was made, uh, it says from the editors of Video Game Spot, www.videogamespot.com. I believe that is still a website to this day. Um, but yes, so I look at the back and it says that see all 18 levels and know how to win. Know key secrets to beating Lara's enemies and learn the most difficult moves it'll take to find the dagger. So, uh, approximately it says runs about 45 minutes. I saw this and I was like, I have never heard of this, nor have I ever seen this before. And I want it. Like, I know Tomb Raider 2 really well. Um, and I'm like, what kind of secrets can they be showing here that you can't find in the strategy guides? And I've mentioned, you know, on previous episodes that I love strategy guides. I collect them, especially for games I love. Even though I may know the game, I still like to look at the guides. So anyway, I made an offer on this, and it was accepted. And it showed up one day last week and packaged very well mind you that um opened it up and the back of the tape itself like where the little wheel the little plastic white wheels are on the back of the vhs tape it's caved in like the plastic this tape got crushed somewhere along the way and um if i was not going to be able to fix it I was going to go and get a refund. Um, But I really wanted this uh, just to have in my collection. I was like, I'm going to try to fix it. So I took, uh, you know, 
I did try to put it in the VCR, first of all. And the VCR would not read it. It just spit it right back out. So then I got a screwdriver. I took the screws out of the back of the VHS tape. Um, I made sure the actual tape on the inside was not damaged. Um, and then I just started popping the plastic back up where it got caved in. Also, I do not recommend ever taking apart a VHS tape. These things are put together so, like, it, it was it was brutal trying to keep everything in place because as soon as I took that back part off, everything wanted to just kind of fall out. Um, but anyway, I made sure the tape along the wheels was straight, and I popped the, the plastic back up out of the back, and I screwed it back in together, put it in the VCR, and luckily, it worked. Um, so I do, <laughs> I have it now, but it, it's just something, man, I just don't have the best luck. And I'm hoping that ends right here, right now, because I have something else Tomb Raider on the way that uh, I definitely need to be taken care of. And I'll, I'll explain what that is whenever I actually get it. And I will keep you updated on if it arrives in great condition, the condition that it was supposed to be in. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't blame the seller because it was packaged really nicely. It's just these people at the, uh, whether it's the post office or on the guys in the truck or whoever's driving, it doesn't matter. They don't take care of these, you know, your packages, they throw them, they, they do all that. So if, uh, you're selling anything and me, you know, specifically, I do sell a lot of stuff. I try to make sure, uh, you know, I keep that in the back of my head. Like if I'm shipping something, you have to remind yourself, these people don't care about your packages that are, that are delivering them. So try to pack them the best you can. All right. J elite 45. How many memory cards did you have growing up? So I had the PlayStation one. I did not have a Nintendo 64. So I really, I mean, you could also count the PlayStation 2. It was really the PlayStation consoles that I had um, memory cards for. And for the most part, I only had one PlayStation 1 memory card. And I still have that memory card to this day. And it has a lot of my old save files on it. Now today, I like to go and get memory cards like if i find them cheap or whatever i'll pick them up because i like to come across people's save files that had not they hadn't cleared them so like you can see how much time they put into this game or how much time they put in this like for example uh when i played through the legend of zelda ocarina of time i played through it on the gamecube the collection that had it on there and I got a GameCube memory card. I'm not sure where I found it. I don't know if I got a game at Goodwill one time and it and it had the memory card in it. Because how cool was that? Like, if you were going to a friend's house or something and you were taking your game, the, the cases had memory card slots to, to carry your memory card in the game case with it. The PlayStation 2 done that and the GameCube did. And I believe those were the only two that did that. But I could be wrong. 
But anyway, I think I had a I bought a game at Goodwill that had a memory card in it. And they had played Ocarina of Time and they got so close. They got all the way to the very end of the game and uh, they they didn't they didn't complete it. And I still saved I, I, I used a different memory card. I just couldn't bring myself to deleting their save file for all that time they put in. But yeah, I, I collect a ton of memory cards if I come across them today. It's just something I like to do. I, I pick them up uh, and you can't ever have enough. Honestly, you can't. Now, when it came to the PlayStation 2, I want to say I had two. I had one of the original just black memory cards, and my cousin had one too. And so we never got them mixed up because I was always going to her house to play games. I remember I had a little white J, that little white J sticker for my name to put on the memory card, and I still have that memory card today. Um, And then I also had a blue one, like one of those generic blue one it was like blue and, and white um but i still have all my memory cards i do and but you know i i think even the original xbox had memory cards you could buy but i never got them because you could just save your information right on the hard drive or your games right on the hard drive um but you know it, it did come in handy for those like i was just mentioning if your friend had an xbox and you wanted to take your game to their house but yes I miss memory cards. I know it's so convenient now with the cloud saves and all that kind of stuff, but memory cards will always be special. All right, this is just a disclaimer. I do want to mention that this is going to contain spoilers. So if you do not want to hear spoilers of Little Nightmares 2, it might be best to turn off the podcast. Little Nightmares 2 released February 11th, 2001 for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Google Stadia, Nintendo Switch, and Windows. I'm a huge fan of horror movies and games, and had this game referred to me by my cousin and uncle. They previously had played the game multiple times and enjoyed it. At first glance, this game looked good. The gameplay is in the style of a 3D side-scroller. It is considered a horror game, and even though it has its jump scare moments, whether you're hiding or running, it really didn't seem to phase someone like me. I've played the scariest before, and I'm not saying that it wouldn't scare the average player, but I'm kind of ruined when it comes to that. All the horror games I've played, it's got to be absolutely horrifying to make me jump. Anyways, you play as Mono, and quite early on, you free a girl named Six. Six becomes your sidekick for the rest of the game. She is being held captive by a masked man with a shotgun. One of the biggest things for me in a game is how long does it take to get started. Little Nightmares 2 doesn't waste any time getting into the action. Each section of the game you are dealing with someone or something. The masked shotgun man is only the start. You eventually end up in a school with a teacher that can extend her neck to great lengths. Not only is she a problem, but so are her students. From there you enter the hospital where you deal with mannequin-like patients and the doctor. The doctor can climb on the ceilings but eventually ends up roasting in the incinerator. The main villain of the game is the spectral Thin Man. The Thin Man emerges from a TV and captures Six, leaving you to rescue her. Eventually, you have your showdown with the Thin Man and defeat him using powers similar to his. Once you meet back up with Six, she has turned into a creepy giant 
Six becomes very disturbed when you damage the music box that she protects. After completely destroying the music box, Six returns to her normal form. Once reaching the end of the game, Mono and Six must escape the giant jello-like flesh and eyes. One final jump is to be made and Six will catch you by the hand in midair, but after an eye-to-eye -eye encounter, she drops Mono to live forever with the flesh below. We then see Mono sitting in a chair as time goes by, days, months, years. Mono over time takes the form of the Thin Man. This reveals that Mono becomes the actual Thin Man. Roll the credits. Now, if you collect all glitching remains, you will be treated to a small after credits ending. You see Six, who has just escaped through the TV with a growling, hungry stomach setting up the events of the first game, Little Nightmares. So it turns out that Little Nightmares 2 seems to be a prequel to the first game that released in 2017. Six is the main character in the first title, and the special ending of the second game sets up the first game where Six deals with hunger. Overall, I enjoyed the game and played through it in one whole sitting. Time flew by as I progressed through the game because I had fun. At first, I would get frustrated by how the game would slow down when you're being chased, but then I realized it's called Little Nightmares. Have you ever been chased in a dream? In all the dreams that I'm being chased, I'm moving at the speed of a snail. Little Nightmares 2 wants you to feel like you are indeed in a nightmare. At one point in the game, you can get stuck looping through doors. You go through one and come out the other across the hall. The way to know the proper path is to listen to the music. Whichever door you can hear the music the loudest, that's the way to go. I like that. It actually reminded me of the Lost Woods in The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Overall, I recommend this game to all gamers. It has an atmosphere of its own and it does it well. Across the board, Little Nightmares 2 has positive ratings, receiving a 9.25 out of 10 from Game Informer and an 82 out of 100 on Metacritic. Alright guys, I'm going to get ready to wrap up this episode of Save Crystal. So yeah, Little Nightmares 2, honestly, uh, was a game that I didn't intend on giving a chance because like I had mentioned there in my small review that... I am, you know, I'm I'm into big time horror games, and this to me didn't didn't look like to be didn't look to be a big time horror game. And like I said, it does have its moments where it can cause you to, to get a little jump scare or whatnot, and being chased. I mean, that's a nightmare alone, uh, in in real life and in video games. Uh, just being scared of getting caught, it, it has plenty of you know jump scares and, and scary moments. So. Uh, if you are a horror fan, there is no reason not to give Little Nightmares 2 a, a chance. Now, I've never played the first one in, in time. Uh, that could be a possibility. So I may look into doing that at some point in time. I do, though, need to finish a couple games on my list that I, uh, I've been meaning to, and the time just keeps getting away from me. I, I have to do it. I've been playing through Silent Hill 2 because I really want to do an episode on that and I need to finish my current playthrough of it that way I can 
make it an episode. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe to Save Crystal, the podcast on Google uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, wherever you listen to your podcast. Look for Save Crystal. If you find me there, subscribe and support. Also, check out Save Crystal Gaming on YouTube. That's where it all started for me. I do walkthroughs. I do live streams. I just upload content over there. I just recently... Uh, cut down my live stream I did of the uh, Tomb Raider tutorials in Laura's house, and I cut that down to a video, kind of just showing off highlights and stuff. And I also just unboxed over on my channel the Castlevania uh, anniversary collection that I got from Limited Run. Go check that out and subscribe over there on YouTube. Save Crystal Gaming. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.